All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on with us for our Jumpstart podcast. It's a great day today. We are in New Jersey shooting our uh, new and improved uh, FFL Tri-State Agency Boot Camp, and we have a plethora of guests, but we are decorated with no other than the decorated <laughs> Joanne Basso, newly married, elite producer, killing it, got an agency coming on. Excited to have you in today, Joanne. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. I've never been to your office. What? And it's gorgeous, and I'm so excited to be here. All right. Well, in a few weeks, I don't know when this one's dropping, but in a few weeks, we're moving from this temp space of 6,000 square feet <laughs> to a permanent space loaded with glass. Ooh. 12,000 square feet. So Ooh. we're excited. So I'll show you that space. You before. have to. I'm excited yeah, to see no it. No doubt. Yeah. But you are um, here for a reason, and you have done such an amazing job out there in the field protecting families. Thank you. You've, a lot of people transition to telesales. You said, you know what? <laughs> this kneecap to kneecap thing is what I do. <laughs> I like seeing the people, mm-hmm. and we want your perspective. So can you kind of walk us down a path of some of the things you're doing to get ready for a big week? Yeah. So I think that the, you know, and I say this often, I, I, the beautiful part of this business to me is that you never get to the point where the basics are not the basics. <laughs> right. So for me, now I've done it a little bit more. I understand what it takes to, to protect 40, 50 families a month. So for me, it's just still staying consistent in that. So lead flow is never not going to be the biggest part of my business. It needs to be. Mm. Um, I still dial everything myself. So dialing is still, you know, 85% of of my business. I've talked to a lot of producers, and you're saying it the way I'm hearing it. Yeah. Like, I I actually still dial. I'm like, when would you not dial? Like, for me, it's like... Why would someone stop personally producing right. when they don't have a better way to make money? It blows my mind. It does to me, too. I, I don't I get mean it. it. I mean, I was in the field for seven years, yeah. eight years. Yeah. I don't – You help me because I'm – No, I, I get as lost, too, when I see someone who, you know, is just now starting to, to build a business and help agents get out of the the, the field in three months or telesales <laughs> in three – like, I, I'm like – I don't know how you're paying your bills. <laughs> you know, like it doesn't make sense to me. But I will say that by far, I I understand that, you know, what I do, I can expect, you know, I, why would I expect any person who I'm working with to do more than what I'm doing? Right. So for me, it's Makes like sense. I need to hold the torch and, and, and actually be the leader. Amen. So, if, you know, when I'm down in the trenches, you know, mm-hmm. I do have some agents that are absolutely killing it doing telesales and, and I'm, I'm all for it. But for me, I'm like, you know what? My bread and butter, what I, I love that traditional handshake, meeting someone, that, that built in rapport. No and doubt. and you can you can protect families in any in no any doubt. capacity no in, in the family first life at this part. But um, for me, getting back to your original question, um, you know, I I still have to be very structured. So mm. my leads are ready Sunday night. Right. My leads are ready Wednesday evening. Yeah. And when I roll in on a Monday <laughs> and, and Thursday morning, I know that it's dial time. I love it. And our live dials are going. We have our agents on. We, mm. we have an excellent culture. And everyone is, is understanding that what we're doing today is the building block of how we're going to have a great weekend and how yeah. we're going to you know close out 
Tuesday, Wednesday strong in this business. So um, <laughs> it, it doesn't change, guys. As you as you start doing this month in, month out, you, you get a little more skilled. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I'm better at the phone than mm-hmm. I was last May, of course. Sure. I, I was horrible on the phone in the beginning, right. like anybody is going to be. Um, and, and the solace to that is you are going to get better when you put the reps in. But mm-hmm. the actual basics of our business, which is buy leads, mm-hmm. dial, and protect families, stays the same. No doubt. Why do you think... Because I'm listening to you talk, and I'm going, that's just oh, that's just good old school, downright homegrown teaching there. Yeah. And I feel like in the last year, year and a half, that's, you know, people have grown weary with the stuff that works. Yeah. They want new ideas. They want yeah. a fresh way. They want to, yeah. like, and it's weird to me. Why do you feel that people feel the need to, maybe there's a better way for me to ask this. Why do you feel the need to remain doing the basics? I know the answer, but I want to hear from you. You know, I think it's that old adage of, why fix what's not broken? Mm. Why, you know, do I, okay, so for this, and this might getting be getting a little more deep than you even want to go, but do I know telesales works 100%? Right. But I know, I've seen people, the blueprint of telesales, you have a learning curve. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to figure out that transition. If you're you're good in the field, that transition to understand that there's it's a different type of sale. You have to build rapport a little bit mm-hmm. different. You mm-hmm. have to, you know, modify. For me, it's like, why? <laughs> Why would I want to go through, you know, I, I I did my original learning curve in the beginning. You know, when I started, I knew that I needed to, there, there might be a couple weeks where I wasn't going to be my best because I was learning. And for me, right now, I just, silly as it may be, I don't want to justify having weeks where I'm not killing it. Right. And and for me, it's that like, oh, just silly to me. the learning curve of, of, of learning a new way to sell. It's like, but I... I'm blessed enough to be able to protect families consistently week in, week out, doing mm-hmm. what I'm doing. No doubt. Yes, is there a convenience factor, perhaps to some other avenues of, of protecting families? Yes, but I, I just like the consistency of knowing that if I book 10 appointments and I go out and meet them in person for one day, I mean, you right. know, not, sure. not for the week. I still book 30 <laughs> appointments for the week, but if I go out and <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. get anyone getting the wrong idea there, mm-hmm. but if I go out, you know, I, I've said this on several podcasts. For me, I live in South Jersey, but I go to Delaware quite mm-hmm. often. And, you know, for, in order for me to justify driving out that far, I always say, like, 10 appointments are bust. If I'm going out there, because we know that, mm-hmm. you know, you need to put the appointment in, appointment count in your favor. Um, but for me, 10 appointments, I'm, I, I'm almost guaranteed to definitely protect several families that day. And, I, and I, I've never not had that happen. So... Um, hmm. I just know there's a consistency factor to the bread and butter, yeah. the basics of this business that that works. And, right. and, and that's why I came here. No that's doubt. why I switched because I know it works. Yeah. Now, you also said, you know, you're a better dialer today than you were a year ago. So the more you do the basics day in and day out, you get better, right? Mm-hmm. Now, for some odd reason, <laughs> you've gotten better, but you've kept the work ethic the same, which means that your result is higher. Right. Some people get better and they immediately reduce their work ethic to stay the same financially. Right. What's the dichotomy between the two? Why did you choose the former? Uh, Because 
I guess it's it's more of a, a personality thing. I, I mean, I hold myself to a very high standard. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sit well with me to just to say, oh, I've got a little better. My uh, not talent. What we do here does not need talent. It just right. takes skill. Mm-hmm. My skill level is a little bit better. Let me be lazy. Like that's that's crazy. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like <that's, laughs> you can't even get the words out of your yeah, mouth. Yeah, <laughs> like it just it just doesn't. You know, it's just not how I was raised and it mm-hmm. just doesn't sit right with me and and I do obviously work a lot more now built you mm-hmm. know building a business and helping agents mm-hmm. and mentoring fills in the gap of when I'm not actively dialing and I'm not in the field but it's so worth it I mean yeah. I would I wouldn't want to want to be anywhere else than where I am currently right now in my life that is fantastic that sounds that's the best thing you yeah. said this podcast <laughs> now when you think about you know Give give advice to somebody who's who's not who's look now. Look, I don't want to mi- mix up your constitution with not having quality of life. The way you sound right now is your quality of life is amazing. Yeah, you have what you want. Right. Um. But talk to somebody who's basically got a license. Mm-hmm had some good weeks, mm-hmm. is now trying to hack life or <laughs> jig the system so that they can get the max amount of money each week for the fewest amount of hours, which is a big plague in our business. Yeah. Right? Right. I, I've done it. I've got some good weeks. I've yep. had some good months. I yep. know what I'm, I can do. I can go from 30 appointments a week to 12, and I can, I'll do the same thing. Yeah. Can, just because we have... We have a lot of new producers getting going. Yep. And people think like money falls, like money's just being stuffed under their pillows right. somehow from yeah. like a tooth fairy or something. Right. And it's real money, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Like <laughs> It's real. Right. Yeah. So, and I was talking about this at the BOM the other day and it's like, I would, I don't know. But, but let me, I want you to say, talk, give advice to someone that sees it or is trying that, you know what? They're trying to see it your way. Yeah. But they're struggling because life is telling them, do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, any way you want. Yeah. I I think that one of the foundations of, like, the truths of of this business specifically is that activity always wins. And I think that can can you potentially, potentially, you know, get – with 15 appointments, what it might take someone in the beginning, 30 appointments, when you're more skilled, yes. But at the end of the day, you can't control those 15 appointments. Like, mm-hmm. for me, like, if I never get, if I don't get to my appointment count, right. I know I have zero excuse. <laughs> it's like, okay, so what are you going to say? Yeah, they, a couple no-showed you, which mm-hmm. is to be expected. Right, correct. A couple canceled, which is to be expected. Right. You had a couple bad healths, which we can't control. Right. So why did you just now cut? half of your activity because you just decided that you want to be your own boss. <laughs> that you're an entrepreneur now and you don't have to work. Like to me, it, it just doesn't, you know, because I think that we use some some words in the business like, oh, you know, you, you, from day one, you are your own boss. But at the end of the day, I think that's earned. Right. I think you need to look at this like it is a job, right. like you are clocking in, right. and you you are, you know, and actually a little bit more mm-hmm. um, than that, because at the end of the day, I mean, the results are always 
in the numbers. 100%. And, and there are some – you can see who, who isn't working and who is working. <laughs> and you can look really busy. Um, I, I want to get this right, but I, I, there's this quote that actually Brad Plummer had just said, but it's, busy gets you broke um, – and and what's the other word? But I, I can't think of it right now. But it's so true in this business. I, I I see people come in, and and they have a couple good weeks, and then they just become social media stars or, or all. Of the, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong right, with sure. growing a brand and being uh-huh. this and that. But it's like, just go to work. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, it just just work. Um, it's it's not. You know, and, and, and I never, Ooh, I you know, you yeah, I, I, I never would get to the point. Like, to me, it's embarrassing. I cannot imagine going <laughs> into the office and like asking my agents, hey, well, I can see how their numbers are. But hey, how was your week? And they're like, oh, you, you only ran 10 appointments this week. Why would right. you even like for me? It's like, no, I have pride in knowing that I worked just as hard right. as other agents that are absolutely killing it on my team. Hmm. And we're in it together. Right. Um, so I don't understand why people are trying to recreate the wheel or why they get lazy once they start making money. I I, I don't know. It's not my mindset, so I don't well, I don't get, I get it. it. Listen, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that answer. It's yeah. honest, um, and that's great. You know, um, so your activity stays the same. You make sure you have leads rolling in every week. What are you currently doing for lead flow? What type of leads? Yeah, what, what I do. You, I do, do a mix. So I. And this is the thing, you know, we always say in the business, you got to diversify because if you're only relying on one lead flow, you can be out of business mm-hmm. really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I, I do rely on mortgage protection somewhat. Probably I would say 60 to 70 percent of my business is like mm-hmm. mortgage mailers. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, you got to diversify because at the end of the day, the mortgage market will fluctuate and you don't want to be out of leads. Sure. Um, and then I'll supplement with CRM or some final expense. So got it just it. it just really depends. Got it. Yeah. So all different types. All different Every types. single week, got to make sure it's you have flow. C- correct. It's the most important part of the business. And I think getting tripped up on that is, or that's a, a lot of the reason why agents get tripped up in the beginning. Why do you think that is? If we're screaming. Yeah. If we're screaming, you know, if you invest $1,000, you have a, an, an opportunity to make four, four to six X on that yeah. just by going to work. Right. Why do you think people get tripped up on that? I don't know. I, I think there's an emotional factor that they think that every deposit they get is their money. Mm, I don't think they good. view it as a business in the beginning. Got it. So they're not looking at that as like the business fund, which the business fund needs to pay a portion of their sal- like their salary, mm-hmm. but that's not just their salary. Right. I think that's for a new that's agent. Really good. You you know, especially if you don't have a business account set up in the beginning and it's just going into your personal account right. and you see a big deposit that you would get in one month in one day. Um, and you just assume, like, oh, like, I'm going to go to Disney. Lysette. And, like, that's not, <laughs> like, that's, that's not your money. Lysette, I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, like, that's not your money. Like, it's a, a portion, sure. Pay, right. pay your mortgage. But at the end of the day, like, you got to reinvest in the business. And I just think there is a confusion on that is the business funds. Right. And I need to buy more marketing for next week to see more clients hmm. and that's your leads that's awesome yeah love it um let's go inside the home mm-hmm. um obviously you're meeting with how many families out at 30 appointments would you say you're meeting with on average a week 20 
five. I mean, it depends. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have a lot of cancellations. Got which it. Is so yeah. very good show ratio. Yeah. Um, talk, walk us down how you're connecting with people and making sure they understand you're here to protect their family. This is business, but at the same time, we want to help you if, God forbid, something happens. Correct. So, and I always say, you know, to, when I'm helping my new agents, there is a level of professionalism and just like a, a small level of transactional ism in the in the appointment. Ism. Ism. I, don't know if that's a <laughs> I love word. it. Um, <laughs> but then you also there there's a point where you have to make an emotional connection. So mm. so my goal is is to go in and, and maybe this is a you know different than a lot of people. I don't build rapport. A lot of rapport in the beginning. I, I'll make an authentic compliment to their house or their family, their dog, whatever. But once we sit down at the table, I'm, I'm pretty much straight to business and building a, prof, a, a, you know, being professional and building that rapport in, in that element first. So I'm showing them my credentials, and and from that point, I take the point of uh, of educating them, explaining why I'm there, what I'm going to do today, what this process looks like. And that's normally the first three to five minutes of my appointment mm. is traditionally setting the table no and helping build the the expectations of what is going to happen today. So they, they send me out, and I'm going to ask you a couple questions, Mark, and it's mm. going to be some financial, some some health, and, and we're going to basically do this to ascertain what's going to be the custom and tailored option to protect your family. And, and I let them know that this is not cookie cutter, and, I, and I'm actually a broker, um, and, I'm, and I'm an underwriter, but on the broker side, that just means I, I don't only work with one option. I'm, I'm gonna show you options across the marketplace mm -hmm. that are specific to what you are looking for. Nice. And I'm gonna create, I'm not gonna say that's to them, but I create the need um, later on, so that way it's tailor-made. Right. Um, and, and ultimately, and we were just saying this on the boot camp a little bit earlier, you know, guys, your financial inventory sheet is like the biggest part of the appointment. It's no, your no. diagnosis diagnosis page, mm -hmm. um, and that's where you're you're figuring out. I mean, everything about your client. You're figuring mm -hmm. out their income compared to their spouse's income, and what the survivability of that is. And you know, if something happens to Bob tomorrow, and you know he's not dead, so life insurance doesn't pay a penny, but he's in a hospital bed and, and never can go back to work. What does that look like for mm -hmm. income? Mm -hmm. And on top of that, you know, what current policies, what protection do they have in place, explaining how that the limitations of that current policy and what that protection is going to do. And more importantly, what the protection we have is going to bring them mm -hmm. and building that value and understanding who the beneficiary is and who they're trying to protect. I mean, that all happens during your financial inventory page. Oh, and for me, I mean, you know, I can't express that enough to any new agent listening to this or any agent who's been in this or my agents. It's just, you're gonna get better, but in the beginning, you're gonna fake it till you make it. Mm. Fill out that financial inventory page and call your manager call your every, manager. every yeah. single time. Yeah. You know, I had mentioned earlier, and this is not groundbreaking, but you know, your goal in the beginning is not to be a product expert. Mm -hmm. If you are, you're sitting on the sidelines way too long Correct. and not making money, right. not protecting your family or protecting other families. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so don't reinvent the wheel. Just like you need to buy leads and dial and, and book appointments, you need to call your manager in every single home, and they're going to tell you the exact right product for your client. So that way, you're going to learn the products as you go. Uh, and after your first two months of 30 appointments every week. Yeah. You're going to be the product expert you wanted to be. Um, you wanted to yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> you made it. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, but, 
why, <laughs> you know, I, I find this, I think this is, I think the biggest thing that frustrated me when I started building, mm. the amount of people that wanted to wait to learn everything. <laughs> and it's like, why? We're telling you the blueprint is, we're going to make sure you're confident and you know what you're doing, but like. <laughs> you understanding every single rider is not going to help you. You know, <laughs> I, you know because I know you so well, and I'm looking in your eyes, I can see what's going through your head and what, where you were when this happened. <laughs> it's just like, I totally get it. I, I am one with you right now. Yeah, I just... Makes, yeah. Because we can tell them, like, hey, you know, I promise you, I'm going to show you all of the important things, and all you have to do is call me. And, you know, they... When did that break? Because obviously you're not dealing with that anymore. Yeah. Or as much. But yeah. there was a time... See, it's funny. <laughs> I'll tell you when it broke. Here's how it works, Joanne. <laughs> when you have four appointments a week, you're stressing over every client. Right. When right. you have eight appointments a week, you're stressing over every potential sale. Right. When you have 30 appointments a week, week after week after week, after, you, you, you learn there's right. nothing to stress about. Exactly. If anyone, hey, by the way, whether you buy this or not today, it's not going to change it. It's not going to make a difference in my day. I'm here right. to try to protect you and your family. Exactly. But it's, I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to Aruba on this deal. <laughs> Yeah. When you started getting more agents. Exactly. You know, exactly. you started to realize, hey, I'm here to help. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, I want to help, but I'm not going to bang my head against the brick wall because I know what I'm doing and I yep. want to help. Yep. But if you don't want to listen, yep. you'll find out the hard way. <laughs> By the way, I'm still here on the sideline if you need me. <laughs> you know? You're not blocked. <laughs> you can still call, but yeah. So yeah. you see that evolution. Yes. You know, send a shot, shot, a shot or a shot out, not a shot, a shot out <laughs> yeah. to new agents that are coming out of either licensing mm -hmm. or are just starting to go in their first few homes yep. that, that want to believe what we're saying mm -hmm. is real. What would you say to them? Yeah. So one, just from personal experience, and obviously anything I say, you have to always keep the priorities in your life where they need to be. But, you know, I knew that if I wanted to plug in and, and, and be all I could be in the beginning, I needed to become obsessed with the business. That doesn't mean I was, you know, not doing right by my family or God, but any time that was free time for me, that I would be doing something else, I became obsessed with the business and I was watching podcasts and I was watching YouTube and I knew that I needed to learn as much as I could in mm. a short period of time. Mm. Um, two, if you're new, um, be the squeaky wheel. Be the person that's reaching out for help. You mm. know, if you become lost to an island unto yourself. Yeah, that's good. I mean, at the end of the day, your manager most likely, you're not their only per the only person on their team. Right. They have a lot of other agents that are asking for help. So in the beginning, don't feel like you're being annoying. Asking more questions is showing that you have the initiative and you're motivated to actually get going in the business. Mm -hmm. um, don't reinvent the wheel. You know, as we've said, I think you can, you, you know, you understand at this point, buying leads, no matter what sale you're doing and, you know, you're, you're working on, if it's telesales in person, you still need to buy leads every week, stay consistent in that. Um, and, and, you know, just work really, really hard. Um, and, and the biggest thing, you know, what I say, mindset, 
if you're a new agent, you need to want this for yourself. Mm. Your manager cannot want you to succeed more mm. than you want that's to succeed. Good. And I find that for managers, that's a place of frustration sometimes because you almost want this opportunity. You want someone to grab it with both hands and run with it mm -hmm. more than sometimes the new agent wants to do sure. it, that they want to change their lives. Mm -hmm. And if you're that new agent that is just hoping that what we're saying, even a 10% of what we're saying is, is true, and that these could be results that you can have that to change your family's life, I promise you it's real. So follow the blueprint that mm. we're, we're telling you to follow um, and you'll see, you'll see the results. Yeah, spoken like a true veteran and, you know, someone who crushes it year in and year out. Your team's growing. I'm so excited for what oh, y'all got you. coming on. Me FFL too. Citadel, Joanne Basso, star-studded <laughs> <laughs> and just uh, just a professional. So thank you so much for joining us today thank on you. our Jumpstart Podcast. We appreciate you. Thank you. God bless. Keep killing it, guys. Take care.